What is up, guys? Caleb here with another episode of Dance with Fear. The title of this email and this episode is called Fuck Quicksand. Yes, Quicksand. Um, as I go into this email, I'm just going to read it to you guys and dive in a little bit deeper into the topic of what I'm talking about. So, like I said, fuck Quicksand. Yes, Quicksand. That's how I felt like I've been living my life. Just chasing, forcing, and trying to control the outcome of my existence. While in doing that, I am just sinking lower and lower into the ground until I am just in over my head. And I mean by just forcing things, man. When you force things, you just kind of dig yourself a deeper hole to the point where you can't get out of it. And you, that's when you start to feel overwhelmed, right? When you're trying to force this outcome and force this result instead of just focusing on the process and taking one step at a time. In the email, if you guys subscribe to the email... Um, I say, here's a clip from my favorite movie, one of my favorite movies of all time, The Replacements, where Shane Footsteps Falco talks about fear. And there's a link there. And in this video, he just talks about quicksand. And that was kind of the inspiration behind this email. So let's talk fears. My concept of fear changed after I read the book, The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. He said, fear is good. Fear is an indicator. The more scared we are, the more sure we are that we have to do it and pursue it. Fear is an indicator. I've never heard that before. You mean the things that I'm most scared of doing are the things that I should actually pursue? This concept is sort of a see-for-yourself kind of deal, but it makes so much sense. Think about it. Everything you want in life is on the other side of fear. That job, that house, that girl or boy, that car, that life. The hardest thing in this world is taking that leap into the unknown, surrendering to the chaos and unpredictability of the universe or God or Buddha or whatever or whoever the greatest power you believe in is. See, us as human beings love being in control. We love being in control so much that we even stress about the things that we cannot control because we wish that we could control them. Think about that. We want to be in control so bad that when we start to get overwhelmed and stressed out, it's because we can't control the situation. We are always constantly trying to control things and force them because of what we think we want at that time, right? We try to do things because we think that's what we need. We think that's what we want. We do it based off our our wants and, and needs inside of, inside of our head when in reality, the universe or like I said, whatever you believe in has a greater, pan, uh, a greater plan, right? It works out way better than you ever could have expected it and it's hard to see that sometimes. Um, so like I said, see us as human beings love being in control. We love being in control so much that we even stress about the things we cannot control because we wish that we could control them. I just wanted to repeat that. Yeah, that was a mouthful. But seriously, how ridiculous is that? This is how I used to live my life. I am in a daily battle of letting go and surrendering to what is naturally supposed to happen. I have a tendency of forcing things, not because I like to, but because that's all I know. And in this life, we only know what we know. Right, My whole life, um, especially with athletics, was all based on production and trying to force the coach to see me, trying to force myself the playing time, trying to force that touchdown, trying to force those catches, Right, like trying to force the production instead of just taking, taking the course, trusting the process, doing my job each and every day and seeing what happens, surrendering to the outcome. We literally have zero fucking control over what happens. Like We really do. We can't control, especially... You know, other sports, team sports especially, I can't control the quarterback. I can't control if he throws me the ball. I can't control the defense. I can't control my other teammates, right? So when you're a team, you have to do the ultimate surrender of just doing your job and good things will happen. The you want something done right, you do it yourself type of attitude, that's what I had. My whole life has been an input equals output mindset that feels impossible to break. 
you know, and like I said, that's just kind of the athlete mentality. What you put in is what you get out. And I believe that to an extent, but as I've gotten older, I've just tried to kind of shed that mentality um, and not put so much pressure on myself for the outcome of things, if that makes sense. Just just learning to love the input, learning to love the process, learning to love the work and the output would just be what the fuck it's supposed to be. Growing up in sports was always about outworking everyone all the time, being in a constant competition with yourself and others. I think the others is the biggest part of that. You know, you think that you have competition, you have to beat this person out. You're so focused on everyone else, even our opponents, that sometimes we get lost in transition and we're not even focusing on ourselves. We're not doing the things that we need to do because we're focused on everybody else. My greatest fear two years ago was not making it to the NFL. <laughs> Spoiler alert, I didn't make it. <laughs> and it was, my, it was my greatest fear because I thought, what if this is all for nothing? All the work, missed parties, missed weddings, missed opportunities, late nights, early mornings, and all the time I've put in. What if it was for nothing? That was my greatest fear. I've worked my ass off to get to that point, to be in position to even be considered to go to the NFL, right? To even be considered to hopefully make a team. Um, to be in the position to train with some elite athletes and coaches and, and amazing people I've been around. I mean, I worked so hard to get into that position and it's like I could almost taste the dream that I've, I've wanted since I was a kid and all I could think about was what if it didn't pay off, right? Um, I was in such a fucked up mindset. Um, but not making it to the NFL was single-handedly the best thing that never happened to me. And I truly, truly mean that. Not making it to the NFL, um, that's where my pers perspective on life shifted forever. After the draft, my beautiful girlfriend wrote on my whiteboard, you were put on this earth for something greater than football. Um, and that's the moment where my life changed. That's when I started to really think and look into myself to see if that was true. Um, and to go see for myself, to go try different things that I've never tried before to see if I could do things on this earth greater than football. Um, and there is so much on the other side of all that. There's so much more to life than sports and that label of it. It's a great experience. Um, it's a great way to learn about yourself and all those kind of things, but it's not the only way. You know, what you're doing, your job, your occupation, your sport, um, it's not you. I, I'm going to keep, we're going to keep reiterating that you are a soul being having a human experience. You are not your label. You are not, you are not your sport. That's not the only thing I thought that's who I was. I was Caleb, the football player all through high school. Um, you know, even all through college, I just thought I, this is what I had to do. This is what I was known for. It's what I was labeled. This is what I was expected to do. Um, I never even gave myself a shot to do anything else. So not going opened my mind and perspective to so many things that this world has to offer and the beautiful things of life. So that was my fear, you know, um, after the draft, I was like, what now? What am I going to do? This is all I know, right? This is literally all I know. And a little, um, you know, side note into this topic leading up to the draft, like I said, my mindset was fucked. I was so stressed out. I was so anxious. I'm coming off a season ending shoulder uh, surgery where um, I came back way er earlier than I should have. I just rehabbed my ass off. I did a bunch of things and I got in position to train um, two days before pro day COVID happens, like the pandemic hit two days before my pro day. And for those of you that don't know what a pro day is, that's where I get to go back to my school, which would have been Nevada and compete in front of scouts, you know, NFL scouts in hopes to get um, picked up. And then when COVID happened, that shut everything down. So I had no opportunity to kind of get in front of scouts. And then um, I got a call the day before the draft from the New York Giants. And um, they pretty much told me, hey, they have a bunch of picks in the seventh round and they were going to look for me. And, um, you know, and at this point, I didn't think I was going to get drafted. I had, you know, like the hopes were cool and whatever. And 
Um, they said if they didn't draft me to, to keep my phone on me, because maybe they'll sign me as a free agent after. And I waited and waited and waited. And that call never came. And that's when those fears started creeping in. Like, what the fuck am I going to do with my life? This is literally all I know. This is all I've done. I put all my eggs into this basket. I don't even know what I'm good at. I have no idea who the fuck I am without football. That's that's what I thought. That's what I really believed in. And this is when I started getting into to books and really diving into the spirituality and this whole concept of dancing with fear. Dance with fear, man. Dive in head first and watch the universe conspire around you. It starts to put people, places, and opportunities in your path, and things just start to naturally work out better than you ever could have imagined or forced. If you're chasing, that's all you will ever do is chase. The more you chase, the further it runs. But when you surrender, flow, and jump into the unknown, that's when you truly find out who you are and what you were put on this earth to do. Maybe that's what you, maybe that's what scares you the most, right? Maybe that's what scares you the most is jumping into the unknown and finding out who you really are and what you were put on this earth to do. Because it scared me because I thought like, what the fuck am I going to do? I thought that's what I was supposed to do. So it kind of scared me like that there was anything else on this earth that I was supposed to do. Um, use that fear, use it as a compass. But that was my biggest fear. Not living up to my fullest potential, never finding out my true passion, never doing what I was put on this earth to do. Those were my big fears. I don't know what the fuck that is yet, but you know what? I'm sure as hell done chasing it. Um, I'm not going to chase what I'm supposed to do anymore. I'm just going to surrender to the universe and allow it to put things, people, places in front of me, opportunities, and flow with it. Let, let's ride this wave. You know, whatever wave comes, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride it as far as I can and then take the next one. Um, but I'm scared as fuck. Resistance and negative thoughts creep in consistently. Who would, who would listen to you? Why are you doing this? Why would anybody read this? These are kind of imposter syndrome things that I've gone through for a long time, especially after playing football of, you know, why would anybody want to listen to me when I'm done playing? You know, that's why I thought people liked me. That's why I thought people listened to me was because I was playing. And when that was taken away and I was done playing and I hung the cleats up, I felt like who, who cares, you know? Um, so that's the imposter syndrome that I've been dealing with on my journey. Um, and that's why I created this email. Here the fuck I am. I created this because I want to connect with people on a deeper level, challenge myself and others who want to be the best possible versions of themselves, especially after attending the API event by Ian Stanley, which which will have its own email. Um, but that's t- I told you guys in the last email in the intro of Dance With Fear, this, that's why I created this. That event pretty much changed my life. Um, this email list also helps my sporadic ADHD never-ending mind slow down a little bit. But these thoughts on paper, put these thoughts on paper and hope it helps someone in some aspect. I am dancing with my fears as we speak. Um, I'm scared as fuck. I got a lot of new things going on, change. Um, I'm moving at the end of the month. There's just a lot of things um, that are happening that are scaring the fuck out of me. But I know it's beautiful and I know that's just the resistance hitting when I'm getting scared. And I know that that's when I need to dive in most and use it as my compass and keep pushing through those fears because I know the best things are on the other side of that. You see, there's going to be a thousand reasons why you shouldn't do something. But if there's one reason that you know deep down in your soul that you should, then go fucking do it. You're going to have you're going to have access to my 100% authentic, unfiltered thoughts, ideas, practices, and more. I will cover topics on fitness, health, spirituality, entrepreneurship, movie quotes, music, and many more. Um, I'm going to challenge you. I'm going to ask you deep fucking questions. I want I want to make you think about things you never have before. I want. I want you to get deep down into the core of your soul to find out really what makes you you, what makes you uncommon, what what makes you tick. And I'm not talking about this human experience. I'm talking about the soul having this experience. What are you? Who are you? Right? We talked about that. Not your name, not your age, not your occupation. Who are you? Who is that soul being inside of you? You are the soul. We're going to open we are going to get open and vo- 
Whew, words are hard. I can't read right now. We are going to get open and vulnerable. Fuck that surface level shit. I truly mean that. Once I hit a certain point in my life, I stopped caring about surface level conversations, surface level relationships and friendships. I just want to get deep, dude. Let's get deep connecting and see how we can help each other and see how we can push each other and, and grow with each other. There will be a holistic approach to this to make sure that we are stimulating all aspects of what makes you you, right? I talked about, you know, you got the free, you get the free OGFY program when you sign up for this and that's physical. I want to get in the mental, emotional, just all the things in life that we're scared to talk about, like the, the taboo subjects, like let's get deep into it, man. Like if we don't talk about it, we'll never know who we are if we don't go explore it, right? We will talk about things that people don't, money, sex, and your childhood upbringing. Those are, those are topics that People don't like to talk about, like I said, they're taboo, but if we don't ever talk about them, how will we ever know? Like, I, I find that so funny that there's all these topics that no one talks about or no one really knows the truth about. Um, you know, side note, me and my girlfriend watched Sex, Love, and Goop and Goop Lab on Netflix, and I really recommend those shows because it's funny. They dive into these topics um, with couples and individuals, um, you know, psychedelics, sex, uh, energy healing, just all these different types of things that no one really talks about on a on a big scale, right? On a big level, um, you know, everybody taboos a lot of things, but nobody knows the true meaning of it all. So why don't you go see for your fucking self? And it doesn't work for everybody, and that's fine. But you'll never know if you don't go see it. Every single thing that has happened to you in this life, right or wrong, which by the way is made up because nothing is right or wrong. It's just our own judgments and perceptions of how we see the world through our own moral code. There's literally no right or wrong. It's just how you perceive it. No one's keeping score. Um, no one's going, oh, well, remember when you did this? Like, who gives a fuck, man? Right or wrong, you, when you're making decisions, you're just gathering the information that you have in front of you, what is, is, and then you make the decision based on that. There's no right or wrong. But all those choices and decisions have led you to this point and made you the person you are today. This will be a new safe space for you to come and unapologetically be yourself with zero expectations or judgments. You are only here because you want to be. Fill your cup, bro. I literally wrote that, right? Fill your cup, bro. And um, on these emails too, I ask questions at the end because I want to connect. So I'd love for you guys to subscribe to this email list and reply to these emails. And I'd love to connect on that level and get a little deeper and get to know each other a little better. Um, but seriously, I thought of so many reasons of why I should not type this. I was scared it was going. I was scared it was going to suck. I was scared I was a shitty writer um, because I have zero fucking clue what I'm doing. Um, but then I thought, does anyone have any fucking clue what they're doing? I don't think anybody does. We're all just a bunch of big fucking toddlers out here experiencing this exact second for the first time together, right? We're all just trying our fucking best here. <laughs> that, that's that at the end of the day. So I'm going to say that again. Does anyone have any clue what the fuck they're doing? No, we don't. We have Nobody has any clue what they're doing, right? We're all just trying our best here. We're a bunch of big-ass toddlers experiencing this exact second for the first time trying to figure life out. Life is rapidly changing all around us, inside, our environment, our friends, our relationships. Everything is changing, and we have to figure it out. We just roll with the punches. We ride that wave, right? So, well, how about a round of applause for making it through our first email together? This Well, technically, it's the second. I did a little intro, but... Yeah, well, we did that shit, guys, so high five. Give yourself a high five. I'm really excited that you sat through here and listened to this and hopefully even read it. Um, I'm excited to go on this beautiful yet terrifying experience we call life together. Um, but, you know, before we get into the fun, what's your biggest fear? Life, work, home, animals, spiders, I don't, give, I don't care. What's your biggest fears? Think about that, and I truly mean that. You know, and it can be small, big, whatever the case is. 
Um, like I said, a lot of my biggest fears were not living up to the potential, not living up to the expectations I set for myself. And then once I start to just detach from those and say, fuck expectations and labels and all these things, that's when I really, really started to commit to unwavering happiness because it's all inside, man. It's, it's all about what makes you happy. That's it. So please respond to me if you feel comfortable. Um, and by responding, you can even, you know, DM on Instagram. Um, you can email me through this email list, whatever the case is. I'd love to hear what your biggest fears are. I'd love to talk. I'd love to connect. Um, so with that being said, thank you guys for listening to the second uh, part of Dance With Fear. Fuck quicksand. Don't force it. Flow with it. Don't dig yourself a hole. Don't get sucked in. Just flow with life. Relax. Open up and let it happen. Let's grow together. One love.